Good morning and welcome to the new episode of Betting Yourself. As virtues go, patience is a virtue that is not often talked about, it is a quiet one. Patience, quality is about being quiet. And I have seen that all the life coaches talk of other qualities, but a mum about this sterling virtue. And amazingly, all religious leaders and philosophers have extolled, praised and recommended patience. It is important and it is often exhibited behind closed doors, not as a public stake. A father telling a third bedtime story to the son, a dancing waiting for an injury to heal and in public is an impatient who gets to grab all the attention. Drivers honking in the traffic, grumbling customers in a slow moving line and we have epic movies exalting the virtue of courage and compassion. But have you ever seen a movie about patience? That would be a real snoozer. And what is patience? Having patience means being able to wait calmly in the face of frustration or adversity. Or anywhere there is frustration and adversity, nearly everywhere, we have the opportunity to practice it. Yes, patience is essential to daily life and might be key to happy one. But do we have realized it? Having patience means being able to wait calmly, anywhere, anytime. And we have the opportunity to practice it at home with our kids, at work with our colleagues, or at the grocery store with half a, our population waiting patiently. And it can make a lot of difference between annoyance and equanimity, between worry and tranquility. As I said, the religions and the philosophers have been associating the virtue of patience with being a superior being. And the recent research studies have found, sure enough, Good things really do come to those who wait. Milton said long back, they also serve who wait and watch. So some of these science-baked benefits, along with the three ways to cultivate more patience, I'm going to talk about today. First thing is most important, don't forget, if you are patient, you enjoy better mental health. And this finding is probably easy to believe if you recall to mind the stereotypical impatient person like me, red face, head steaming. And sure enough, there was a study undertaken by Fuller Theological Seminary Professor Sarah Sintka. And they said that the patient people those people who practice patience have 
less depression, less negative emotions. Perhaps they can cope better with upsetting and stressful positions. They also rate themselves as more mindful and feel more gratitude, more connection to mankind and to universe and a greater sense of abundance. As a matter of fact, in 2012, Professor Shinkar sought to refine our understanding of patience. She recognized that it comes in many different stripes. One type of patience is interpersonal patience, which is very important. But it does not involve waiting, but simply facing annoying people with equanimity. You are face to face with an angry man. But you don't lose your cool. You keep calm. So is a anger, fury of the ocean faced by calm stone of a mountain. So this interpersonal relationship is very important and it keeps you satisfied, more satisfied with your life because the other person is going to crumble. The second type of patience involves waiting out life's hardship. Everybody has a trouble. It can be a family trouble, it can be financial trouble, it can be health trouble. So without getting frustrated, without despairing, you wait it out. Think of the unemployed persons who persistently fill their job applications. Are a patient waiting for the treatment to work? A person like me, suffering from fibromyalgia, esophagitis, diabetes, I hundred and one diseases, and still living a life with equanimity because what cannot be cured must be endured with a smile. So this type of courageous patience is linked to more hope and hope sustains life. So this patience, I call it facing the hardship of life without frustration, without despair, is the highest quality that a human being can develop. And then the third patience, which you have to use every day, is our daily hassle. There's a traffic jam, you're going to the office, you're getting late. There's a long line of the grocery store. You're working on a computer and it stops functioning, it's malfunctioning. So they are daily pinpricks. And if you want to maintain good mental health, you have got to see that the pinpricks do not drain out your energy. And to protect that drainage out, you need to be patient. So people who have this thousand of patients are more satisfied with life and are less depressed. Now these studies are good news for those who are already patient, but what about those who want to become patient? In, nine, in 2012, a study was done with 71 undergrad students. And there are two weeks of patience training. They learn to identify the feelings and the triggers. If they're angry, what makes them angry? If they're sad, what makes them sad? So they were also taught to regulate their emotions, empathize with others and meditate. In two weeks, the participants reported feeling more patient towards trying people in their lives. 
feeling less depressed, experiencing higher level of positive emotions. In other words, what happened? Patience seems to be a skill which can be taught, which can be practiced. It's not something heaven said. This is cultivated skill. And it's cultivated more from below, from within you. And in doing so brings benefit to your mental health. And don't forget, people who are patient are better friends and better neighbors. Because in relationship with others, patient becomes a form of a kindness. Think of the best friend who comforts you night after night or the heartache that won't go away. Or the grandchild who smiles through the story she had heard her grandfather tell countless times. In research suggests that the patient people tend to be more cooperative, have more empathy, they are equitable and are more forgiving. Basically what happens? Patience involves moving about and with empathy, assuming some personal discomfort to alleviate the suffering of others around us. So you suffer yourself so that others' suffering is reduced. And evidence of that is found in a study which was conducted in 2008. The participants were in a group of four and they were asked to contribute money to a common pot which would be doubled and redistributed. Now the game gave players a financial incentive to be stingy, yet the people contributed more to the pot than other players did. So this kind of selfish, selflessness is found among people of all the three types mentioned above. And not just interpersonal, but anybody who is patient would have that. So the, what happens is that this quality of agreeableness, a personality trait, characterized by warm, kindness and cooperation, interpersonal relationship, makes people feel less lonely, less isolated. And because making and keeping friends, with all their defects, with all their minuses, you take people as they are. Don't slip up. And when you accept people, it needs a healthy dose of patience. It enables you to tolerate individuals with flaws and you display more generosity, more compassion, mercy and forgiveness. And patience is a foundation of civil society. For example, even voting is an activity which entails waiting months and years for elected officials to implement their policies. So evolutionary theorists believe that patience helps our ancestors survive because it allowed them to do good deeds. They did not wait for others to reciprocate. They did their job and forgot it. There is a saying, do your good deed and forget it. So, patience would demand working, not demanding compensation. If you want compensation, that is a business deal. It's not patience. And then secondly, patience is linked to the trust in the people and the institutions around us. If you don't trust people, somebody is honking, you trust people, well, he must be having a problem. 
he must be having some dire necessity to honk so that he can go ahead. So, okay, let me give him the way. So then patience helps students to get things done. And the patient people of all stripes reported that they exert more effort towards a goal than the people who are not patient. Because the person who is not patient would lose control on himself. So those with interpersonal relationship in particularly make more progress. And as I said earlier, patience is linked to good health, mental health and physical health. There is an emerging evidence that the patient people are less likely to report small headache problems like headache, acne, flare-up, ulcers, diarrhea. They take it as it is. Well, it's a part of living. Some disease will come, some troubles will come. So they automatically enable their bodies to produce antibodies. Instead of rushing to the doctor on the drop of a hat, they say, okay, this is a minor, let it heal by itself. And, you know, people who exhibit impatient and irritability, and that is a characteristic of type A personality, tend to have more health complaints and they can't sleep. If patients can reduce your daily stress, it's reasonable to believe that it protects you from the damaging effect. So how to cultivate this? That's a million dollar question. And it's not difficult. Let me tell you. Patience is a quality, as I said, which is cultivable. It can be developed. First is reframe the situation. Any situation. There's a traffic jam. Then you can say, well, accidents happen in life. You can't help it. There's an accident. You can't stop muttering what nonsense people are. Why can't they drive carefully? Even you can be in that situation. So, feeling impatient is not just an automatic emotional response. It involves conscious thoughts and beliefs. If, for example, you are going to have a meeting, a colleague is late for the meeting, you can fume saying, he has no respect for time, he is unpunctual. But you can utilize those extra 15 minutes as an opportunity to, to get some reading done. Patience is reframing the situation and it's linked to self-control. It consciously try to regulate your emotions and help you train your self-control muscles. So first the reframing. The second is mindfulness. It was seen that the kids who did a six-month mindful program became less impulsive and were willing to wait for a reward. And mindful practice is not difficult, taking a deep breath, looking out of the window, connecting with nature, diverting your attention from the situation which causes you anger. That's mindfulness. You are getting angry, look outside and you might see a beautiful car and look at the design of the car and look at the beauty of the curves and everything, or of a girl or a boy. So, when you divert your attention, you develop automatically an antipathy to anger and that develops patience. And the third is practice gratitude. Adults who feel grateful are 
always better at patiently delaying gratification. The difference between gratification and gratitude, you have got to understand. You don't need gratification. You need to feel gratitude. When giving a choice between getting an immediate cash reward or waiting for a year for a larger windfall, less grateful people caved in once the immediate payment is offered. And the grateful people would hold out. So this is something which has been researched and it has been seen that impatient people want to grab. A bird in hand is worth two in voice. That's what they see. And that is stupid. Because you are losing sight of the higher goal. But if you are grateful, if you feel gratitude, this is my deserving, I'll get it. No, there is no hurry. So you can try to shelter yourself from frustration, from adversity. But the, don't forget, frustration and adversity is a part of being a human being. It's a part of living. So, do you get angry? You, you get right? No. Accept them. Practice patience in every situation with your punctuality. Challenge co-worker. And you will find the life would be much more pleasant than what it is now. And then another thing, it will pave the way for a more satisfying and successful future. People will remember who met you in the trying times that you faced a problem with patience, as I say, with a smile. And they would remember you. And you would be building up a bank of goodwill. And that's what you want. Because that makes you a better human being. That makes you a better father, mother, brother, sister, friend, and most important, a better human being. And that's what you want. So, start cultivating the quality of patience. And you would gain a lot. Thank you.